seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. Our unique team helps small businesses grow by providing essential marketing expertise. Hello, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. My name is Bill Parmentier of W. Parmentier Photography. I'm Justin of Justin Kerr Design. And I'm Alicia Piazza with the Spark Social. And together we make up the The Marketing Marketing Essentials Essentials team. team. So, Alicia, you're going to announce our guest for the day? Yes, I would like to introduce today Patsy Culp, and she is our guest. She's here with Anne Celebrate. She's the founder of Anne Celebrate and co-founder of The Branding Edit. So just, I'm going to do a quick intro, and then I'm going to let you take the wheel, Patsy, and tell us a little bit about yourself. She specializes in helping helping passionate business owners refine, refine their brand, expand their presence online and off, and connect on a deeper level with their audience. Patsy's philosophy is this, loving up on your immediate circle of clients is the most effective way to create a catalyst for business growth and generate walking testimonials for your brand. I love that. Walking testimonials for your brand. Yeah. There's no better marketing than word of mouth marketing, right? Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your company. I know you have two, but I think you wanted to kind of focus on the event side of things yeah. today and a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Anne Celebrate. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I uh, spent about a decade in corporate marketing after graduating from college and sort of was on this trajectory of working uh, from company to company and had the experience of putting on events for those corporations and also was sort of simultaneously searching for my purpose. I was feeling like I was called to do something greater in the world, but I didn't know what that thing was. And so I spent about 10 years sort of on this path of personal growth and development, attending workshops, retreats, conferences, you name it, thousands of hours, thousands of dollars invested in myself in these spaces of helping, uh, I think, stepping into being seen mm-hmm. for who I was so I could kind of navigate the world in a different way. And then through some of the work I was doing in these settings came upon or discovered this central theme of celebration that was running through all the things I was doing in my work and outside of work and on my volunteer life and personal life. And so when I had that clarity around celebration, I launched a blog. Okay. called and celebrate that was back in 2014 and for a couple of years I still kept those sort of traditional jobs in corporate settings because I didn't know what my service offerings were going to be I just knew that I wanted to inspire people to find something to celebrate every day and so even in those moments where we're not so celebratory right mm-hmm. and so that kind of core theme runs through all the work that we do now through and celebrate and in service to our clients so we are holding people to Uh, like the highest versions of themselves and allowing them to step into and be on stage and creating a safe space for their clients to transform and see themselves differently. That's awesome. So event marketing, it's a really, really broad term Mm. and you approach events differently from anyone that I've ever heard that does events. And I was so glad that we were able to meet and discuss. So can you tell us a little bit about how Anne Celebrate kind of differentiates in this event marketing scheme, who are the types of clients you work with and and what is it that you, what's your approach? Yeah, I love that question. So 
A lot of times when you hear about events and marketing events, the promotion of events, it's all about like, how do we get butts in seats? Right? <laughs> like that's the main concern I hear from a lot of our clients. It's like, oh, I don't even know how to fill the room. How do we, how are we going to get people there? And so our approach is a much more holistic approach. We're taking a look at the client's entire sort of deeper, longer version or vision for their business. So it's like, what kind of event do they want to create? We've spent a lot of time on the purpose piece of it. And where do they want to take their clients or their audience beyond the container of event? So the event can be in nine times out of 10, we're supporting people who are utilizing an event for business growth. So not only is it exposure that they would be receiving from gathering people in a, in a setting to maybe educate people or bring them together around a common cause, whatever the sort of subject matter is, but then what do we want them to do beyond the container of the event? So how do we keep them engaged and excited about you and your brand outside of that. And that that comes back down to where does the client, my, our client, want to go within their business. So for example, uh, we recently worked with a public relations specialist who spends 80% of her time actually doing public relations outreach for her clients. But mm-hmm. she is really excited about empowering small business owners to do public relations for themselves. So she her goal was to flip that ratio. of her time she would like to be speaking um, or creating events where she's empowering small business owners to move forward with that knowledge that she has, right? And then 20% of the time working on client projects. So the way we helped her kind of structure her approach for creating events was to shift you know, her energy around actually utilizing her own PR skills to reach out to other larger scale events where she's now speaking and doing like a circuit inside of these other larger level retreats, conferences, and those types of settings to get that exposure to, to be you know, paid to speak as a speaker mm-hmm. in these settings and, and sort of shift her business model in that way. If she had come to us and said, you know, I just want to empower or attract more larger level uh, companies to utilize my services as a PR consultant, then, then the strategy would have been different. Mm-hmm. So we're sort of taking that larger level again, like I keep going like this with my hands, but like, it's like people can that, see. Right? I know, right? Like the <laughs> helicopter view of like, where do you want to go within mm-hmm. your business and how can we utilize a gathering or a series of events or one large event to help you get there? So it seems like uh, you're taking, with a lot of your clients, taking the long view yes, and developing yes. a long-term relationship. Totally. It's not a one and done it's not. sort of thing, uh, which is great. It's a, it's a much more integrated approach from what I'm hearing. Yes, in regards to marketing and, you know, the event is one piece of it. Correct. And it may be, you know, like you did with the PR uh, client, helping them sort of shift their whole business model. Yes, exactly. So, and, and the funny thing is it's like that comes through when we do our work and we're not necessarily leading with that. We're just saying like the, an event can totally impact your business growth. It's just a matter of getting clear on what that purpose is and, and where you want to go. So, and then again, like from the brand perspective, creating these walking testimonials for your brand, it is a long game thing. It, I think people think, okay, events, and then they dive right into logistics and where are we going to have it and who are we going to cater and all these sorts of things. And it's like, okay, let's pump the brakes. Let's take a pause. <laughs> take it back a notch. Take it back a notch. Because <laughs> those pieces of it, like the, the, the logistics, are just the after effect of 
those deeper conversations we have with folks up front. Because if you dive into that first, you're sort of doing yourself and the attendees a disservice because you've, you've lost your opportunity to make that impact, to drive home your purpose, to educate them about your brand and how they want, how you want your audience to be talking about you going forward as well. And so some of our clients also utilize events to fill a larger program or a group coaching, say a group coaching program or a mastermind. So they're usually using a couple of days to educate their audience on a specific subject matter. Um, maybe they have um, other guest speakers involved. And then they are weaving in an opportunity to, to invite people to work with them in a future capacity. Right. So it's kind of like a introduction to the company and then there's, you know, alternative growth that happens after the event. Totally. Totally. And then, so some people may say, yes, I want to work with you right away. Right. Mm -hmm. So your growth you're seeing right after the event. But if not, if somebody's not ready to make that sort of investment with you immediately, but you've given them an extraordinary experience, they're going to be talking about you positively. And then what I've seen happen time and time again is with our clients, you know, maybe six months from now or a year from now, they're receiving a new client or they're landing a larger level client because of the impact of that event. And, and again, long game, right? It's not always immediately trackable, but when we, when we talk about brand experience and you know empowering people to kind of be talking about you in the way you want to be seen in the world events are a great vehicle to do that absolutely i think in our digital world sometimes we forget how how powerful person to person events and totally. marketing can be and you know digital can have a place to promote the event or you know get get the word out but once you're having that one on one connection with people that's really powerful it's so powerful and it's i think that's one of the most fun parts for us as we're supporting people and our event hosts with these gatherings is that we get to see the connections happening in the room as well. And so it's it's like doubly rich, right? They're, they're having that opportunity to work with the host and get a feel for what the host is all about, learn from them, but also learn from each other, form those deeper connections with each other. And I think our biggest thing right now is that you know in this time and space where technology is, rapidly growing and changing and we are more quote-unquote connected than ever been before but actually feel more disconnected than yeah. ever before that like to your point the value of in-person gatherings is that they're leaving then with a sense of community with a sense of oh, I'm not alone I've got other people who are in the same like-minded space who want to achieve similar things that I do and now I've made these connections where we can continue to move each other forward toward our dreams, towards our goals, towards our whatever the subject matter is. I would imagine that's that kind of experience is important for solopreneurs, totally. entrepreneurs, you know, where you don't necessarily have a tribe of your own. Absolutely. You know, internally. And so you want to connect with or you know develop a tribe of followers. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so I, I was Thinking about how we introduced you, you said, you know, walking testimonials. Yes. Or walking testimonies. And I kept thinking, sounds like the walking dead. That's a totally different thing. <laughs> I thought thing. the same thing. I was like, I, that's probably not a good thing. Um, They're not zombies. So, not zombies. But no, maybe you could elaborate a little bit on, you know, the walking testimonials part, where you've seen that really take hold. 
Yeah, I love that. So just recently we supported a client who is a coach for other coaches and um, his event was a more intimate experience. I think there were 16 people in the room and I happened to be having a conversation with one of the attendees just a couple weeks ago. So his event took place in late September. It's been a few months. She and I are chatting and it was the focus of the event was how do you fill your client roster? So that was, that was sort of the focus of the event. Not only did the person I was speaking with who was an attendee receive immense value from the content of the event itself and has seen a shift in her business, she literally has filled her client roster and she was celebrating that with me on the phone, but she started talking about how all these other areas of her life had transformed and she recently found a health coach that she's been working with. She's feeling really great about herself. She's radiating. We're seeing each other through Zoom, right? And so I say to her, now, who who did you end up like connecting with who is your health coach? And she says, oh, it's Keith. Keith was sitting right next to her at the event in that container. So it was like, wow, see these connections now, not only did that support Keith with his business growth, right? Because he gained a new client from it, but she is moving forward and feeling fantastic about herself and she's speaking highly of the event she experienced, you know, she attended. And she's also now spreading the word of the walking testimonial for this guy that she happened to sit next to at the event who she would have never met had they not ended up in the same room. So it's like these connections just ripple out and out and out and out. And so as a result of hosting that event, he's now filled a new mastermind. Like it took six months, but word of mouth Mm -hmm. has helped, has led him to landing like two or three out of 16, two or three higher end clients. So when we talk about like potential for growth within your business, I think the ratio, you know, he probably tripled his income as a result of hosting that event. Right. And it became, it kind of came back through twofold, threefold in the last six months as a result of hosting that. Now that's, that's interesting that you say six months because I think a lot of people, and you kind of alluded to this when you started, they, they think of the event, like it's that day, mm-hmm. that's it. They're not thinking about the before. And right. a lot of times they're not really thinking about the after. Mm-hmm. So not only do you have these people leaving the event who are, you know, you're building up your tribe, totally. they should be leaving that event going, wow, you know, referring and talking you up, but also giving the, you know, do you set with your, I guess my question is, do you set with the clients an expectation as to how to keep the excitement alive? And also the clients might need to wait a little bit of time to see that like trickle event that or or the business come back. Totally. And we've been, it's, you know, the funny thing is as we've grown our business, it's sort of been the same thing for ourselves. Like we're actually living and breathing the same model because we 95% of our business comes from referral or word of mouth. Mm -hmm. And it's because they see us in action. So our clients' clients become our clients eventually. So it's like um, we'll be at an event hosting and and sort of complimenting the host, right, with all the logistics and greeting people and in conversation with folks. And then, you know, we received uh, a call a couple weeks ago that was like, oh, I attended your event, you know, the event you supported our client with. Two years ago. Wow. And now I'm ready. Wow. I'm ready to do host an event of my own. <laughs> Two years. So it's like that's, that's a that long game, but yeah. that's that's yeah. how memorable that's, you were though. Two years ago. That's awesome. So that's sort of I, I think 
all of it is all of it is important, right? Like all of these aspects of marketing that you talk about here on the podcast are important. And I think events are just one element when done strategically mm-hmm. that can just add to and deepen your potential for growth. And again, deepen those relationships with your clients, your potential clients. And so yes, we do we part of our process is around what how do, how do you create expectations for success beyond the end of the event, right? So it's the, when the event's over, it's not really over. How are you following up with people? Depending on the intimacy level of the event, you know, are you sending out a handwritten note? Are you providing them with a personalized little mini video that shows up in their inbox to say, thank you for being there? Like honoring who those individuals are who were in the room, who invested in their uh, themselves to come and be part of the experience and highlighting and celebrating each person for who they are. And then following up with them again mm-hmm. in a few months down the road and six months down the road and staying in touch with them through your other marketing initiatives, whether that's through your email campaign or your if you've created a Facebook group for the event itself, like keeping that kind of nurtured and going and checking in with people and then having the opportunity to have those conversations like I happen to have with one of the attendees who who was at the event in September, like learning that, all of those ripples and how it impacted her as a person and her growth is, that's a win, you know? That is, yeah. Now, is that something that you help your clients with inside their strategy, putting together those touch points and, and, you know, there's no cookie cutter example because everybody's different. Totally. So is that how you come in with and celebrate and, you know, help them nurture that event to its fullest extent? Totally. And again, it depends on the client, Mm -hmm. who, who, what their goals are, you know, everybody is different. And so the approach is, like you said, is going to be customized to them, but we also really pride ourselves on anything that we suggest we want the client to feel in alignment with, like totally in alignment with. You know, if somebody identifies as a connector versus like when they're in their own like method of marketing for their business as a whole, how are they you know, we always ask, like, where are your ideal clients? Who are your ideal clients? Where are they? Mm-hmm. How are you connecting with people in general, online and off? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you building your business? Because we want to build in strategies and support that just deepen what you're already doing. We don't want to suggest something that doesn't feel comfortable for you or isn't going to work for you because, you know, you approach approach it differently. I think one of the things, and, and I'm just going to touch on this, but the reason that the branding edit came to be was because we recognized that with some of the and celebrate clients who were greener in starting their businesses, they hadn't put a lot of attention or intention around their brand, their message, their, how they're showing up online. How are they visually telling their story? And then they would go to host an event and they were going to be relying heavily on online marketing to fill it. And so it was like, oh, there's a gap here. People actually need some education around that too before they can even start rolling with like a, if, if online you know, marketing strategies was going to be the main focus for mm-hmm. filling an experience. Um, or attracting hearts into those seats, as I like to say. But um, <laughs> not just bodies. Not just bodies, not just right. butts and seats, hearts and seats. So it's all important and it all works together. Sure. Yeah, I, I can see how you know you'd be working with a client. And like you were saying, we want to work with the initiatives that you've already started. Totally. And you know, we wanna sort of build on your branding and your marketing. Yeah. And if they're sitting there going, 
branding, um, marketing. <laughs> I know that's important, yeah. but what am I supposed uh, to do with that? Yeah. 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 So I can see where you may need to walk them back a little bit and help them with that as well, which is totally. great. You know, each one of our businesses, we have sort of a process of onboarding a client or even vetting clients oh, yeah. to make sure mm-hmm. that it's a good fit. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about your process of how you do that with and celebrate. Mm, I love that. So we now what's kind of beautiful is it, it's sort of come down to the niche that we've been focused on because the way the the first event kind of came to be is in that personal transformation space. So our clients are in the business of transforming others or helping others to transform, whether that's on the business side or the personal side. And so many of them are coaches or consultants, service-based businesses. When they come through, whether that's by word of mouth or referral, or they found us online, or they're searching for uh, you know a partner who can support them with logistics, a lot of times it is like their headspace is, I don't think I have the capacity to take on everything that's involved in, in creating a live experience. We have a series of questions that we ask them. We have like a 30-minute kind of consult. Okay. And nice. um, in that time period, I get a feel for which avenue would be best for them, whether they're just starting out and they kind of have this idea or vision to host a gathering. They haven't really done that before. Um, Maybe we take them into like a deep dive experience where we're spending two hours with them and we're putting together almost like a roadmap for what that would look like for them to start taking action. If they are already like super clear on what they want to create, where they want to have it, who they want to have, like all of that kind of stuff, then we talk about like a higher end partnership, almost like six to nine to twelve months, depending on the vision uh, relationship. Where oh, we that's far, that's far in advance. Wow. Depending on what they're looking to create, so we have somebody right now on our client uh, roster that's creating a five hundred person summit. You know, they're gathering, they're creating and generating excitement for fitness professionals, and so. Cool. They're, they have a speaker lineup of 16. You know, it's going to be three days, major venue, and interactive in the sense that they're going to be taking their uh, audience through some actual like exercises and new workout plans and things like that to inspire those fit- fitness professionals. So it's a much longer time period. There's also yeah, sponsors involved and, yeah. you know, speaker coordination and all of that requires. So the, the more complex and the larger the event, the more time you're going to need, sure. not only for the marketing piece of it, right, but for the logistics of it. So coordinating and yeah. onboarding all of the sponsor speakers and, and people to support you in executing the event or creating the experience, you know? Now, how often is it that you find your clients don't realize how long that process will take? Uh, It just depends on where they are in their journey and if they've hosted them before or not. But I would say, yeah, I think they're, it's probably 50% of the time people are kind of like, oh, wow, okay, I have to give that more consideration. But the reason we are now called, which is kind of great, is that we've seen so many of these now that we have this like bank of examples to draw from to say, okay, well, if you're looking to do something like this, here's what we've done, right? Or you could consider, you know, doing or creating something like this. So those initial conversations are fun for us because we get to inspire possibility and ignite some excitement and give them some clarity on which way to go. Mm -hmm. And then if they're sort of in this in-between phase where they want to be shifting into maybe pivoting their brand message a little bit, they've been offering 
say a service or a product for a while, but they they've evolved or they're evolving from that, then we'll sort of drive them down the branding edit offering route. And so it's sort of like two paths depending on what the needs of the client are. Beautiful, beautiful. And you said the word transformation before. Mm. And so I'm going to quote you. You are? Oh, I <laughs> feel so okay? special. Yes, feel so, free. <laughs> so I love, we, we spoke before the podcast, and I think this really is a great example of how and Celebrate brings the clients into this process. And so your quote is, our events revolve around a level of transformation, holding our clients to the highest version of themselves, and then crafting the marketing around that mission. Our clients have the ability to step into their true role and invigorate and empower the audience. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That just gave me chills. I, I, it's exactly what we do. You know, I think we're in the business of celebrating our clients and helping them to celebrate the process as well. So we're taking them on that process of transformation themselves. A lot of times when people come and call and they're like ready to make the investment, they like are excited, but like a little nervous about mm-hmm. it sure. because yeah. it's a big deal. And it, and to produce an event, even an intimate gathering, like I mentioned the, um, the client we had from Decep- back in September, you know, that investment for him to put on that really, ex- you know, ex- three day, two and a half day experience, was about twenty thousand dollars. So, like, that's that's a big investment. Yeah. Now, his high end clients are paying twenty five thousand dollars a year to work with him. So, in the, when you're looking at the ratio and like the yeah. return on investment, it scales. It scales. Yeah, it's yeah there. that makes sense. Yep. But also, the day he left, he didn't have he didn't have like and hadn't made a conversion that the day after, right? So again, keeping in mind like it's a longer game thing. Right. But mm-hmm. now. A few months down the road, he's nailed, you know, three new clients out of it. Awesome. So That's if you were so going to do an event for us, um, you know, talking about scale, what can you do for about $25? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe bring some is, coffee. I'll throw some coffee. I'll go for 35 <laughs> Okay. Um, I think the cool thing, though, is we're we're very mindful. When it, I think it's important to talk about the budget piece. I know it's sort of a segue from transformation, but... When, depending on where you are within your business, like there's ways in which you can create these in-person gatherings that don't have to cost $20,000, you know? And so it's about getting creative, inviting your community to be part of it. And we always do our best to, even, even in destinations where we go for some clients, right? We're calling local area restaurants and, and different communities that like businesses within the community that could help elevate and the experience itself. So people are getting a taste for maybe the city or town that the event is taking place. And then that's a cost savings to the client Mm -hmm. um, in their budget, but also exposure for the businesses that are saying, oh, sure, we'll, we'd be happy to sponsor lunch or we can provide, you know, a 10% off coupon if you purchase a whatever, mm-hmm. an entree or a free coffee with the, the purchase of a sandwich or whatever. So it, it, again, it kind of like holistic approach. We want to have community involved as much as we can. Those, those then community members are thinking of the host as well. Um, and so it, how can we, how many people involved can we have to start keep speaking those testimonials, you know, for you on your behalf? I mean, I, f- I found, you know, speaking to you so enlightening because I've shifted the way I think of events. And I think, I mean, I've been to some events within my industry and, you know, you go, you learn and you're like, okay, you go home. And I've been to other events where I've been like, mm. wow, you know, and it's yeah. like that wow event 
they didn't agonize over the color of like the tablecloth right. or where the chairs were going to go, but they agonized over the message and how they're going to empower the audience and the to people. Be, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, it's people focused, and that just doesn't happen. People, you need help. <laughs> doing that. And he said a really great quote when we were speaking too, and I think it it demonstrates how Anne Celebrate works with your clients, is that when you're inside the jar, it's hard to see the label. Oh my God, yes. It's like my favorite quote. I don't know who's responsible for it, but... I don't know, but I've stolen it and used it several times since. I'm so glad, Justin. Mm -hmm. Feel free to use it as well, Bill. I just just heard it for the first time now. So (laughs) But we're going to be those walking testimonials. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah, so we can't see the label from inside the jar. We're not built to. Like, we can't see ourselves because we're in it, mm-hmm. right? And so that's the value of being in in these settings where other people are encouraged to reflect back to you, you know, the truth of who you are or what they see that's a strength in you or how you made them feel in that moment or in that exchange, you know? And we do a lot of focus on, around the programming, and it is around the people. So, yes. We bring in furniture and we do the fun stuff, aesthetically pleasing for sure. But it's more about like, you know, one of our number one questions when we're working with folks in our first like deep dive session is how do you want your guests to feel? I love it. How do you want your guests to feel? Okay. How do you want them to feel when they walk in the door? How do you want them to feel when they're leaving? They're calling their partner, their best friend, their colleague. Like, what are they saying about you? And then we know we've done our job when we hear inside the room, like people say, like, oh, I felt like an A-lister from the second I walked in the door. Mm. And, or I've never felt so warmly welcomed. And it's like, our team is there welcoming you, you know, and, and it, it's our job, <laughs> joy of being to really get, you know, get people excited and help them feel like they're meant to be there, that they... You know, they made that like leap of faith a lot of times too when people are investing in an event, especially if it's a higher end event where you're spending maybe a thousand dollars to be somewhere for a weekend, it's like a little scary. Like they have this faith that like I know I'm gonna receive immense value from this, but this is a little scary. Mm-hmm. And so we you just wanna be again thinking about the people that you have in the room and, and after the marketing promotion period is over, which you know, there's always that like ebb and flow of that as well from a host standpoint, you reach a certain point and you're like, okay, the room is filled with the exact amount of people that is meant to be there, even if we didn't hit the goal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The client I keep referring back to whose event happened in September, his goal was to have 50 originally. He ended up with 16. But once he had that number and it was settled, it was like, okay, let's double up and amplify the experience for these 16 people. And it was extraordinary. You know, and so and again, it, that return on investment came back. That's awesome. So, yeah, I think if you had to kind of like summarize, wrapping up a little bit, yeah. some of the takeaways about how and celebrate works with clients, or if somebody is thinking about putting on an event, what could what direction could and celebrate give them, or any other takeaways that you feel would be super valuable to our listeners? Oh, that's so good. I I think that. Seeing, seeing an opportunity or t- recognizing that again, we can't see the label from inside the jar. So reaching out and having just even having conversation, if it's not with Anne Celebrate, for, with, but with someone in your sort of community that could support you with helping you get clear on what to even create. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like what your strengths are and what value you could bring into an experience. It's um, a very big. Qu- it's a big question. So, yeah. So um, don't be afraid to seek clarity. 
recognize your strengths and celebrate those within yourself and also in within others. So if you can just do that, even if you have six people around your dining room table, right? Like I think the underlying mission here for Anne Celebrate is to help people, like to see people and help people be seen, right? Because underneath, like I think in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's like food, shelter, belonging. So it's like a fundamental need that we all have. And if we, if you can just help another belong and keep that in mind throughout the context and the container of planning this whole thing, then it's going to be that much more extraordinary. Wow. And Patsy, you can work with people from all over the world, correct? Yes, which is so cool. And we didn't even know that was possible <laughs> until a couple of years ago when um, we had a client or a referral come through um, who was based in Australia. Nice. And uh, so we do all of that upfront work. The beauty of what we do is that it can be done, like 95% of it can be done remotely through Zoom, all that planning, all that strategy. And then, um, of course, the days of coordination, we, we are... So excited to travel. So, awesome. <laughs> so if somebody wanted to reach you yes. and and celebrate, how would they find you, Patsy? Um, it is andcelebrate.com. and we are active on Instagram under the handle and celebrate. Also over on Facebook and LinkedIn. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank, Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's, it's been, been terrific to have you and learn more about what you do and how you do it and why you do it. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. I guess that's all we have for today. So, all right, we're going to wrap up. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up. We don't. Uh, we there's our- really no easy way to wrap this up anymore because we have an outro. So, I guess we'll just say yeah. goodbye. <laughs> thanks, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thank See you, you next time. See you next time. Thank you for joining us today. And as always, you can find the back episodes of our podcast on Apple Podcasts, and you can also find us on our YouTube channel. Both of them are the Marketing Essentials team. You can find us on the web at marketingessentialsteam.com. And if you subscribe through our website, you'll receive a weekly email and letting you know when each episode has been published. Also, you'll receive a link to subscriber-only content. You can also find us on Facebook and our private Facebook group. Just search Little Roadie Marketing Support Group. It's a great place for other marketing professionals and business owners where we can share marketing advice, challenges, and general trends. Hope to see you there.